Yesterday I had the pleasure of catching up with Tammy Nielsen ahead of her show this weekend down here at Nautipoti at Knox Church. And this is the outcome. Enjoy. It's myself and Tammy Nielsen shooting the shit. All right, right now I am joined by Tammy Nielsen. It's time to talk sassafras. Morena to you, Tammy. Hello, how are you? I am very good. And yourself? I'm good. It's um, it's a bit of a chilly day here in Auckland, but um, you know, it's it's winter. But I just got back from Canada, so mm. I think my body is just re- rebelling. I've been on tour overseas, and it's a little bit rude. <laughs> I one would assume you still would have gone north enough to feel the cold in the tundra, perhaps, or to the permafrost. Oh, it's still chilly. Although I'm I'm wimpy. Like coming from Canada originally, I have turned into a soft pathetic mess now that i live in new zealand yeah (laughs) you've acclimatized this is like summer (laughs) this is like summer in canada (laughs) well well of course i mean you spent your life traveling around the place so you would have gone to areas maybe like yellow knife and moose jaw that were quite cold and have amazing names yeah (laughs) they sound so exotic hey i know know. (laughs) (laughs) but they're just Lots of snow and freezing your butt off. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Sassafras, it's been almost two months since the release. That went quick. I know. Man, time flies when you're touring. <laughs> yeah, 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 it does. Sassafras itself, it's an album that I get, if I, and I listen closely, um, there are tracks of your previous album, Don't Be Afraid, that kind of hinted towards some of the work you're doing here, like Holy Moses and Loco Mama. Um, had um, right. maybe had some hints to to some of the tracks that are on Sassafras, what was coming this bigger sound. But, you know, you've expanded on that quite a bit. You've got elements of Motown, there's Rumba in there, uh, Big Band Soul. Mm-hmm. Is, is Sassafras the album that you kind of always wanted to do, but you kind of waited for everything to catch up? I think it was actually just, it was more of a, I don't think I ever could have imagined making Sassafras because of I guess I've had a few things happen um, in my personal life that, you know, have have really kind of redirected um, a lot of my musical path, I think. Um, you know, and as you said, with the hints of the songs coming out in Don't Be Afraid, when I lost my dad, um, that totally changes your perspective when you lose a parent. It kind of your whole world kind of tips on its axis a little bit and mm. then um becoming a parent really changes your priorities um and then i guess reaching kind of you know i hit that that 40th birthday and mm. i think all of those things kind of coincided to suddenly you realize you're really kind of smacked in the face with your mortality with all of those things mm-hmm. and you realize you don't have forever you need to be making the music that is really important to you and hopefully make a dent in in uh, society if there's issues with society which there is Mm, and 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 leave you know leave the future hopefully a a better place for your children to grow up in. i think that's kind of the basics of what we're all trying to do and um when you kind of get you know in the midst of all those life changes um it really kind of makes you realize you don't care about the the opinions and the judgments and the criticisms of people as strongly as you used to. You don't give it as much value and power. And it's a really freeing 
time. So I feel like this album is is a celebration of of kind of reaching that point as an artist. And yeah, so coming back to your question, I guess it it is the music that I've always wanted to make. Um, but kind of getting to a point that I felt free enough to make it. Yeah, it's a risks that aren't risks anymore. You just do what you want to do. No. Exactly. Yeah, nice. Um, you know, but you have retained um, some of your musical soul, I mean, music from the past. There's, you know, Rockabilly of, of Kitty Cat. you got Ballads of Good Man mm-hmm. and, and, and other tracks. Um, is it important for you to retain those roots? I think that it's... Um, I don't know that it's like a, a real um, purposeful thing that I... You know, I'm thinking, oh, I need this many soul songs and this many country songs. I think it's the, that's the palette that I've always worked with. I paint with the same colors of blues and soul and country and rockabilly and gospel. And on some albums, I paint, you know, more of one color than the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I but I feel like all those genres are uh, they're all related to each other they all come from the same birthplace in the deep south of the states and they all very na- it feels very natural to me to kind of weave throughout those genres so mm-hmm. um you know you you always get the people that they're they're big soul fans so oh why would you put a country song on or if they're big country fans and what's with all this soul music <laughs> yeah. um you know but for me they they all kind of melt into each other. Yeah, yeah. I like that you mentioned the colours because, I mean, if Jason was looking for his Technicolor dream coat, I think Sassafras would be the thing that it, it embodies that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, quick question. He can borrow it. He can borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> quick question. Um, Sarsaparilla or root beer? Oh, my God. Um Sarsaparilla is actually stronger, mm, um, and mm. it's and it's harder to find. So mm. I would say sarsaparilla. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, assume it. I mean, it's big in North America, and like the first soon. Because I know sassafras, the meaning behind your sassafras, but sassafras plant is also where you get root beer and sarsaparilla. Hence, I had to ask. It is. Yes. It yes. is, and and it's a it's a plant that is very um, you know it's fragrant. And it's very useful. It's used in a lot of dishes in the deep south, like gumbo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it, many decades ago. It was used for medicinal purposes, and and um, and but in Latin it means I break rock. So I really loved kind of wow. that mixture of. I mean, for for me, it's the slang of saying you know someone who's sassy, and it's just you're you're such a sassafras. That's kind <laughs> of a slang, but um, but the actual meaning behind the word sassafras in the plant, I thought. I love that combination of something that's beautiful and fragrant and useful and incredibly strong. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of what I, you know, I thought it was a good good title to kind of give a little glimpse of what the album what you're you what you were in for with the album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it, everything matches everything perfectly from from the music to the title <laughs> to to the outfits, like everything works. It's great. It's such a Thank co- you. so cohesive as a work um yeah so you toured china uh, and then you went back home uh, to mm. canada as well i mean i don't know if we call that it is home uh, but you know we we, we, we i call them both home yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's we you know we don't like people claiming our people but you know we'll claim others and so we'll claim you as an original <laughs> 
around. <laughs> um, but how, I mean, how was China and how was going back home? I mean, you must enjoy taking um, your works back and seeing old friends and family and, and showing them the, some new stuff. Yeah, it was, uh, China was a completely, uh, it was like this bombardment of the senses. It was incredible. I've never been there before. And it was quite surreal and bizarre, but amazing. Um, we were only there for five days. I had to do two shows in five days. And in between, we were just squeezing in everything we could. So we did the Great Wall and Tiananmen Square. And it was um, pretty uh, mind-blowing. Um the smog was insane. Yeah. <laughs> as a singer, as a singer, it was like, oh, this probably isn't the greatest for my voice. Um, but then, uh, yeah, so it was amazing. And, and then we headed over to Canada. And I, I say we because it was the first time I've been able to take my family away overseas with me on an international tour. They joined me a lot in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But my, my little boys are quite young. They're, they're six and four. And um, you don't want to kind of disrupt their little routines in school and too much. But um, it was over school holidays and it was just perfect. So it was so lovely to kind of get... I mean, I took them with me when they were real little like babies which of course they don't remember um so it was wonderful to see them you know getting to know and play with their cousins and uncles and and getting to come to i played a few festivals and festivals are the best because my kids can come along a lot of the Mm. shows are at night and you can't really you know your kids they my mind don't last that long and uh so it was so wonderful to see them out in the audience dancing with daddy and yeah so it and and with my mom and and friends and friends of our family and so it was yeah it was a really really special trip for me um on those levels especially but musically yeah it was great to be performing all the new album and the new material for fans uh that had come out to see us and um uh, i mean it's always it always kind of gives this fresh injection of energy um, Mm -hmm. into your show when you have, you know, an entire new album to play. So it's really exciting. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, you've had such great response. And and I and and you've I know I've watched you on social media praise that response. I mean, so many great um, you know from from being charted quite highly um, to getting some really great reviews. So what does that mean for you as an artist um, to see all that love? Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of, you know, the week before release, you're just a, a bundle of nerves. <laughs> yeah. of, you know, I, it kind of doesn't become real. You can have this lovely, shiny new thing that you're really proud of and excited to share with people. But until it connects with people, you, you know, you don't know. That's kind of when it comes alive. And um, so for people to have connected with it deeply and and love it as much as I do, that, I mean it doesn't get any more rewarding than that mm, yeah exactly um to get a little bit serious for a second like um well the album is fun as uh the topics um within um are not necessarily fun some of them um and but it's really important uh some of the so what you were talking about is really important and um 
and I'm glad that you've, you've talked about it. We, we both are, uh, with the, work within the music industry, and we know what a murky, dark place it can be at times, mm. uh, and, and what, what a kind of like boys' club, gentlemen's club it can be. Uh, I, would, I shouldn't say gentlemen, but you know what I mean. Um, you know, yeah. you know, it, it, it must be. I mean, it's hard to frame the question, but it's just, I'm so glad you've said some of the stuff you've said, and I can only imagine that you've had a great response from some people for the things you've said as well. Yeah, I mean, it's always mixed, because when you say something that's, uh, you know, about social change, you're always going to get a mix of the people who obviously agree, and people, as you said, the boys club who don't really want things to change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's, I, I guess I wanted the album to be, um, you know, it's this kind of bright, candy-colored, fun packaging. Um, I mean, literally and figuratively. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the, the album is, is fun and the, the packaging is fun. But then the music, I feel, is the packaging. It's kind of the wrapping paper that kind of delivers this message that is a lot more serious and and a lot more in depth but you kind of don't realize it until you listen to the songs a few times and go oh hold on what did mm. she say there yeah. and um and i kind of i mean i personally i like things delivered that way i'm not i'm not a stand on a soapbox and point my finger and in judgment kind of person um i definitely think that you know approaching it in a way that's tongue-in-cheek um, it can be even quite humorous at times. I mean, I think that things that are delivered with joy and with humor are the most powerful. Yeah. I mean, I think case in point is is the, the latest, I think everyone's talking about Nanette on Netflix, which is Hannah Gatsby's latest uh, comedy, well, you know, quotation mark comedy special. Yeah. But it's this entire, it's so powerful and it's, uh, you know her delivering her story in a very humorous way but ends up really punching you in the guts with its its power and i think that's the you know you disarm people you disarm people with yeah. with joy and with humor and and that's how i feel about the message as well it can be delivered in a joyous celebratory humorous way um, because I think it's a wonderful time to be a woman. I think it's, you know, when, when things are starting to get shaken up and there's a groundswell for equality and that, um, you know, the, that the time is up for all of, all of the stuff that's kind of been the status quo for so long in the music industry and in, in society as we know it. Yeah, yeah. And plus, like, you and I are both parents, you know, and it's really important mm. to get this message out now and get um, the get that equality that we're all searching for, or a lot of us are searching for, for for your kids and mine. For, for me, being a parent, um, you know, I my greatest hope is that my boys will grow up in ten, twenty years' time and look at my album as being completely irrelevant mm. you know i hope that they will listen to that music and go oh my god mom i can't believe you had to even sing about this it's i can't believe that life was like this back then <laughs> you know yeah yeah <laughs> i would love that 
Me too. Me too. And I would love that for um, my two boys and girl. And uh, I think that's the way it's going to be. Hopefully, anyway. Uh, anyway, are you, um, you're coming to Otipoti. You're coming to Dunedin this weekend, Saturday night, Knox Church. Um, and you've been yeah. on. Yeah, and you would have played a couple of shows by then. Quite. You could kick off tomorrow. I think the tour starts. Um, yeah. So you're going to be in well, well practiced by the time you get down to Audiporti. So what can we expect to see from Tammy Nielsen's stage show? <laughs> well, I, I, I think we're going to uh, make that church shake a little bit. The rafters are going to definitely <laughs> going to ring. Um, yeah, and I mean, I love playing that venue. I played there once before on the church tour with Marlon Williams and Delaney Davidson mm-hmm. and and Barry Saunders, and it was it was a, a beautiful show in that room. Um, but yeah, you're going to get everything from you know uh, fiery rockabilly and soul and just really big, loud, yeah. <laughs> raucous. It's going to be like a proper um, gospel energy. church. Yeah, we're going to take you to church yeah. properly. Yeah. Um, maybe possibly the likes of which Knox has never, never seen. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. No, it is such a beautiful church and a, and a wonderful venue. So it's going to be great to see you uh, up there on that stage again. Because that, yeah, that show with, with Barry and Marlon and um, the wonderful Delaney Davison uh, was a real treat. So, um, mm. yeah, this one's going to be a little bit different. But um, just as amazing, I would suspect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tickets are selling fast, so I would get a ticket now if I was uh, the listeners out there. Actually, um, mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, they're they're disappearing quickly. That's for sure. They are. They are. Hey, well, thank you so much for joining me, Tammy. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Well, thank you for having me. Mm, mm, and yeah, I, uh, I really. And, and I hope I made sense with the jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you used that excuse with Anika too. I saw that. I know. Well, it's true. I literally landed, and it wasn't even 24 hours later. I was doing an interview with Anika on on national television. I'm like, oh, wow. I just hope that I can string a sentence together. But, yeah. Yeah. I I think she probably did that deliberately, too. I know her. Uh, she, yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah, she would have. Yeah, she yeah. would have been like, "Let's do it while you're really, really jet lagged." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gosh, she's so great. Um, well, once again, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, as it always is, and um, look forward to seeing you on that stage down here in Otipoti, um for another wonderful Tammy Nielsen show. See you soon. Brilliant. Your mouth is frowning, your tongue's a wagging, all over town and your eyes are judging, your elbows nudging, all the poison that you spread with these nasty words you say.